Well, there's no doubt that Alberta's response to COVID has been a big political factor in events that have unfolded this year. Uh, what happened in the leadership review, what is happening in the leadership race. I think there's a, a connection between the perceived front runner in this race and frustration, discontent in the party base about how uh, the outgoing premier responded to COVID. Now, there's been a promise uh, from, from at least one candidate in this race to hold a public inquiry into Alberta's COVID response. And it's not just an Alberta issue. Other provinces, maybe even nationally, that question of, well, at some point, shouldn't we go back and have some kind of review? Look at what we did right. Look at what we got wrong to try to learn from this experience. But, you know, this can get bogged down in, in politics or score settling, these kinds of issues. Now, here in Alberta, uh, the outgoing government, or at least the outgoing premier, that is, um, still has plans for a review in what was a pretty uh, newsworthy edition of Talk to the Premier this past weekend here on 770 CHQR and 630 CHED. Uh, premier Kenny said that uh, the health minister would be announcing, quote, pretty shortly, a review, an independent review into Alberta's response to the pandemic. Now, this won't be a judicial or public inquiry. Uh, the premier says often these judicial inquiries turn into multi-year projects where lawyers make a fortune, tens of millions of dollars are spent, and the focus is on process, and people often forget what they were supposed to do when it's all over. I don't think a judicial inquiry is the right approach, but we do need to learn lessons for sure. So how do we go about that? What's the best way or the best time to do all of this? Joining us uh, for some thoughts, very pleased to welcome the program here this morning, Lorian Hardcastle, assistant professor in the Faculty of Law at the University of Calgary, also with a joint appointment to the Department of Community Health Sciences in the coming School of Medicine at the U of C. Professor Hardcastle, good morning. Welcome to the program. Good morning. Thanks for having me. Uh, let me get your, your thoughts on, on what I guess is about to be announced, uh, according to the Premier, this uh, independent review, but not uh, a public inquiry. I think my biggest concern is that when you pay a company to, quote unquote, independently review you, you are their customer and they want you back as a customer. And I think the tendency there is to not be as critical. And we saw that with this government's first review into the first wave of COVID, where the review really wasn't that critical. Contrast that, for example, with an independent uh, judicial review done in, in Ontario, and it was quite critical of the government's approach and, and what had happened with COVID in long-term care. Well, I mean, that, that becomes an issue when it comes to the question of any kind of review or inquiry. If it's going to be unflattering to the government, they're, they're much less inclined to, to want to embark on that, right? Ab absolutely. But, you know, in a case like this where the government has spent tens upon tens of millions of dollars on COVID and thousands of people have died, they owe it to the public to uh, weather the storm that will come as a result of a truly independent review. And, and that's what government accountability is. You have to be willing to uh, stand up and have your decisions questioned, even if it doesn't make you look good. I mean, this government has uh, held one public inquiry. Uh, that was the, the Steve Allen inquiry, which was ostensibly a public inquiry. It didn't seem very public. And in the end, it all seemed like kind of a, a big dud. Uh, should that affect how we view the idea of, of other kinds of public inquiries and, and one specifically on, on this issue? No, absolutely not. The government can set the, the terms of an inquiry, uh, a truly independent, let's say, judicial public inquiry. It can set those terms. 
Um, and some similar inquiries, for example, those in Ontario after SARS were, were quite rigorous. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, they don't illustrate the Premier's suggestion that the reviews focus on process. We got many excellent suggestions out of those reviews uh, post-SARS that helped us significantly improve our uh, public health system in Canada. What about the concern that however we, we are looking back, whether it's a review, a public inquiry, we're, we're looking back with, you know, you know, the 2020 vision of, of hindsight. And we're using that to judge decisions that were made in the early days where we didn't really know what was going on. We were still trying to understand this, this whole situation. Is, is it going to be inherently unfair in, in that sense? Or can we look objectively at all of this? Well, I think the focus for me of a, of a review is less critiquing the past and more how do we make improvements for the future so that we're better prepared for the next pandemic. And so given that forward-looking goal, I don't think it's, it's problematic how, how critical we are of the past because the goal is, um, you know, is the future with the criticisms being a byproduct of that. The reviews as well, um, you know, and having read many uh, fatality inquiries and other public inquiries in the health space, the judges that typically do these reviews are very careful to, to make the point of when things were known, when they ought to have been known, um, in order to account for that concern that people will be unduly blamed for things that were just moving so quickly or were unknown. You know, there's an inherent political element to all of this. I don't know if a judicial inquiry can, can sort through that, but you're seeing it in the UCP leadership race and, you know, those who, who say that Kenny made mistakes when, when he, you know, imposed public health restrictions or vaccine mandates, et cetera, and we're never going to do that again and, and how terrible that all was. There's a real political dimension to it all in, in the leadership review, the leadership race. Is there a way to kind of tease out those those political issues and, and focus more on, on facts? Yeah, I think that I think that's why with a with a public with a public inquiry, you have often a, a member of the judiciary or a former member of the judiciary who does have that uh, legislated independence from the government. And you know, in those circumstances the focus tends to be less on you know, who was responsible for what and, you know, which members of the government wanted what and, and sort of that uh, political finagling and more on, well, on this day, this public health order was made. This is how it compares to other provinces. This is the mortality data that we saw. It's also the question of when. I mean, you know, I, I think we're, we're past the point. I mean, barring some kind of, uh, you know, catastrophic development in, in the uh, pandemic, I think we're past the point of, you know, meaningful or serious public health interventions. But pandemic's not over. I mean, wh- when is the right time then to take a step back and, and look back on our response? I, I, think we're, I think we're there now. Obviously, COVID is still ongoing. There are still many people in the hospital. Um, deaths are still in the double digits per week. That said, um, certainly we can learn from the first few waves. Um, and to the extent that COVID continues to be an issue, what we learned from an inquiry can be applied to COVID in addition to future public health issues. All right. So this, this could be awkward in, in the sense that this government now, uh, according to the premier, is going to announce uh, an independent review, but not a judicial inquiry. 
Um, it's possible that come October, we get a new premier and they decide to take a different approach. It's possible yeah. that come May, we get yet another premier <laughs> takes a, a different approach. Is, is it possible that, you know, we're, we're going to be kind of running all over the place uh, in, in the coming months, not getting a, a lot of straight answers? Yeah, there there is that risk, although I do think that if a premier, whichever one we might have, um, calls a public inquiry, that there would be pretty significant public pressure to see that through. And so if someone else was elected, we got a new premier, I think that there would be a lot of pressure for that person to carry on that public inquiry, just because of the attention they tend to attract. We'll see how it all plays out. We'll leave it there for now. Professor Hardcastle, appreciate the insight. Thanks for joining us here this morning. Thank you for having me. All right, all the best. Lorian Hardcastle at the uh, University of Calgary, Assistant Professor of Law, also uh, at the Department of Community Health Sciences at the Cummings School of Medicine.